Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the film The Fellowship of the Ring one name-filled minute at a time. Yeah. Uh, I'm Norman Mitchell. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And joining us again today is Scott Corelli. That's me, speaking of names. <laughs> uh, this minute starts with Frodo saying speech. What minute are we on? Uh, 25. Minute 25. Uh, and ends with Bilbo saying things to do as he begins to reach into his pocket. Mm. Uh, I, I like all the loose threads in his costume. Yeah. Well, it's old. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He's had that vest for like over 50 years. Yeah, it's yeah. the same red silk vase with brass buttons. Mm. But I, I, I like that uh, because it's the sort of thing that I think you could easily be missed um, in the costuming department, you know? Mm. Uh, so I just, I like that this looks like a thing that has fallen apart, that he sewed back together or had someone sewed back together and sort of like haphazardly, you know? Yeah, in the commentary, the costume mistress actually talks about Bilbo's waistcoat because it's made of uh, silk, and silk isn't a, a fabric that she made the other Hobbit clothes. Like, it's not a fabric that you'd find in the Shire, mm. so it's it's an antique. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, it's like, you know. Yeah, uh, Neela Dixon is yeah. her name. Oh, I love, I love uh, like, movie crew members who are are so focused on their particular job they do stuff like that. It's really good. Yeah. It, yeah. it I just I love I love the crew members who aren't just crew members. They're also storytellers like in their own way. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Um so Because like we were talking about last week with like the Greens department. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. The Greens um, department spending a year building Hobbiton. Right. Tying leaves on trees by hand. <laughs> I mean someone got paid a lot of money to do that. That's ridiculous, but awesome. Uh, I can't imagine sitting there all day tying leaves on trees. Or like the every link in a chainmail yeah. vest. Those guys, those they're the real heroes. Mm-hmm. Peter Jackson uh, couldn't either, and that's why the the Hobbit movies were all CGI. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh. So some of my uh, a couple of my favorite names here are Boffins. And Bulgers. Bulgers. They they go with the, with the, Wait, bo- with the like Bothan spies? Boffins. It's an oh, F, Bothins. I believe. Okay. Um and of <laughs> course, of course, Proudfoots. Proud feet. Hey, it's your favorite hobbit. It is my favorite hobbit. It's the same dude. I knew it was the feet same first. dude. Feet first. Uh, I and- always thought that it was that this was a very manly looking woman. I I I I wasn't until because I haven't seen these movies in 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 probably I don't know oh my god tennis years or something but I I never knew that that was a guy I always thought it was like a really grumpy kind of like manlyish woman kind of like um there was this actress like the actress in the Goonies the mom in the Goonies like the 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 evil mom with like the dumb kid <laughs> bad guys yeah yeah, yeah 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 like that that's what I thought. Um, That's what I thought they were going for, or like the headmistress in Matilda, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, That's what uh, I. Thought. Yeah, yeah. This this dude's name, uh, the the character's name is Everard Proudfoot. Proudfoot. Yeah, uh-huh. he must be the 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 patriarch of the probably the since, since he's the one that pipes up right yeah. <laughs> while smoking. Feet first. <laughs> while sm- feet first. Uh, that shot is 
directly pulled out of the Ralph Bakshi animated Lord of the Rings, that shot of Proudfoot sitting there and correcting Bilba. Oh, is it? Yeah. That's cool. Uh, Peter Jackson mentions that it was his very, uh, very intentional homage to those movies because they're part of what inspired him to want to make these movies in the first place. Oh, that's awesome. So he was a big fan of those animated those animated Lord of the Rings movies. Well, Ralph Bakshi is one of the best animators ever, so. Yeah. So that was uh, that was his very direct homage, whereas most of the costuming is very much taken out of it, too. Mm. Uh, and a lot of the set design is very similar to a lot of that stuff. When it's not Alan Lee or John Howe. When it's not Alan Lee or John Howe. Yeah. That's cool. And there's there's a lot of just kind of like interesting things going on in the back of this this minute, like the cake, the cake slowly yeah. becoming a towering inferno <laughs> because the polystyrene caught flame, but they didn't stop filming because Ian Holm was doing so well. Oh man! So they didn't want to stop filming, so they just kind of let the cake start to burn. Um, and apparently, all of the party scenes were done not on Hobbiton but in a studio. Yeah. You can and I, I I can tell I was going to ask that if this was shot in a studio because you can tell because there's no background it's just like black. Oh yeah, with yeah. the like night sky. Yeah, yeah, it looks like it looks like a set from like a classic Who. <laughs> yeah. They they do overall a fairly good job of hiding it, but there are definitely places where it's fairly obvious. I I I like that though. Like I I I I'm weird, but I I do like sometimes being reminded that I'm watching a movie. Um when it's like practical stuff like this. Yeah. Uh, like I, that's one of my favorite things about um, that first Captain America movie is that they shoot on a bunch of back lots and sets and stuff because it, they wanted it to have a old Hollywood feel to right. the movie. And I love when movies do that. And this does, this does the same thing every once in a while. This is a really good example. I love exterior scenes that are shot on a soundstage. Like it just, it has a very specific feel to it that I, I love. Because, like, Back to the Future does that a lot, too, right? I know you oh, yeah. talk about it to death, but, like... <laughs> yeah. uh, I love uh, I love Bilbo's speech here, anyway. The, the little bit about uh, not knowing half as you, half as well as I would like, and liking less than half of you, less than half, of you half as well as you deserve. What does that mean? Well, no uh, one knows. The whole place is confused. Yeah, everybody's just confused. And like, if you break the sentence down, it actually is positive, I think. But it's very it it comes off as very disparaging. Yeah, which is yeah. just his overall attitude anyway. But I think that that's why everyone's confused because they're like, did he just diss like, insult <laughs> us? Yeah, because what he's saying right <laughs> is that he he doesn't he doesn't know half of them as much as he would like. So that's positive. Right. Yeah. And then the other thing is he he likes less than half of you half as much as he sh- as you deserve. Yeah. Which, Which is also kind of positive, but Right, but there's like there's like double negatives in there that yeah. throw it off. Yeah. He doesn't like you, but you deserve to be liked better. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Which is rude. Um and Ian Holm doing the speech was done separately from the crowd reactions. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dominic, Dominic Monaghan read the speech to the crowd for their reactions initially, and then it was done again with Ian Holm doing the performance. Huh. Uh, or, or does he say, wait a minute, I don't like, or no, I, he says I like. He doesn't say I don't like, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I like less than half of you. I like less than half of you. 
half as well as, as you deserve. Half as well as you deserve. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and apparently, uh, that Dominic Monaghan doing the speech for the, the crowd here, he mentions in the commentary as well that the first time we hear Gollum say, My precious, it's actually Dom doing it. No, because Andy Circus was. Because Andy Circus wasn't there available. yet. Yeah. Mm. So uh, Dom was Gollum for a day. <laughs> Interesting. At least doing voice work, at least a little bit. On set. Yeah. Mm. And I think that that's funny. <laughs> Uh, and also about voice work, Ian Holm doing this speech, he did it on the day and he kind of drunkenly stammered over parts of it. And when they went to do ADR, he was just like, I can't do it. Can you just touch up what you originally yeah, recorded on set? Yeah, I can't replicate my drunken nonsense. So, just... <laughs> so it's just a, a touched up recording of what was done on set. It's not ADR. Oh. Interesting. Is, it sounds it Sounds good. good. Yeah. yeah. I don't see why they needed ADR for this. They were on a soundstage, for God's sake. Right. Yeah. Huh. Uh, and I'm not. Uh, I'm not 100 sure because it's been a very long time since I've seen the theatrical. But I think in the theatrical version, this is the first time you see someone disappear with the ring. Yeah, we've talked about that. Because Isildur's disappearance isn't in the theatrical, yeah. right? Yeah. So this would was, be the first time you see someone disappear. Was the first time that we see someone, or, or I'm sorry, was the first time that we see Bilbo when he opens the door for Gandalf? Yes. In, yes. in the theatrical. Yeah. You see, the, you see him writing, uh, but you don't see his face. And then Gandalf comes to the door, and Bilbo opens the door, and that's the first glimpse we see of Bilbo. Interesting. And is also the first scenes that Ian Holman and McKellen shot. Hmm. Okay. Were uh, the scene where Bilbo meets Gandalf. Yeah. Although they did so separately with blue screen. Oh. So a lot of uh, the Gandalf Bilbo scenes, a lot of them are filmed separately on with blue screen. Right. Putting them oh. together. So and they're not in the using, same room with each other. Are they, are they using the same technology from Back to the Future? The, uh, the, in Back to the Future 2, when actors were playing off of each, uh, off of themselves. They used this technology that like recreated camera movements so that they can combine all of the. Uh... Um, I think we're going to talk about it next week, but they mentioned having like the two because they had the two different sets. Right. Um, they So they had the cameras on like pre like motion controlled so they could kind of line everything up together right, yeah yeah that's that's the same technology. Okay, yeah. okay. The camera is just uh, has a pre-programmed path that it follows around that right. set. Right. Yeah. I forget so what what that camera technique is called because I'm on hiatus and it's not my job to know anymore. Right. Right. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, that's it's it's uh, it is I, that's the same technology. I think it was it was actually invented for Roger Rabbit. Um, oh, that's awesome. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. So, uh, yeah. Uh, the thing I like about this speech is that, like in the book, it goes at great length to explain that. Hobbits, you know, were expected to give a speech, so it's kind of like a formal thing, but it's not supposed to be very long. Yeah. And it's not supposed to be very complicated. It's basically like, thank you for coming out. I'm going to toast to your good health and enjoy yourself. And enjoy the presents I've given you on my birthday. Yeah. Because Hobbits give gifts on their birthday. They don't receive them. Yeah. Which I like. I think that's cute. Well, and I like the, I like the idea that the Hobbits... They want him to to give a speech so that he will give a toast so that they can all drink at the same time. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's really the only reason that they want anyone to give it's, a speech. It's it's like a feel good thing. Yeah. Like yeah. we showed up, we got our presents. It's your birthday. Acknowledge us, and then right. we can go home. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, and the uh, the guy that very clearly says happy birthday at the end of everybody else who's raising his glass mm-hmm. is once again uh, Fran's uncle. Is it? Oh yeah. 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 It's the same guy. Featured extra. Featured extra. He's uh, he's on screen like four times across this party. Speaking of proud feet, um, in the 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 Weta the art commentary, yeah, uh, Richard Taylor mentions the the makeup process uh, for like the Hobbits, and um, is that us? No. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> and. He talks about how Weta made over 1,800 pairs of Hobbit feet over the course of these three movies. So that's 3,600 individual feet. That's insane. Because all the extras are wearing them, and then you have the scale doubles, and then you have the actual actors. Yeah. And And it uh, took like an hour to put them on. Or an, an hour to an hour and a half, yeah. Uh, and the guy that well, applied but those, shot but those the hour, an hour and a half, though, is for the the main hobbits. The background hobbits were just wearing slippers, right? I don't know. They're all actually. I think everyone's wearing a prosthetic. Yeah, I don't um, think so. It might not be as I, detailed. I, I'm I'm almost positive. I remember a point in one of those behind the scenes things where they're like, "Here's the ones I wear. I have to sit here and get these put on for hours. These oh, are the ones they wear. Right. They just get to put them on." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because they don't have to look as good. But Proud right. Feet definitely had to put on a prosthetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the background ones, I believe, they just have to put on so that unfocused it looks like they have hobbit feet. Yeah. Now, they mentioned, too, that the, the person that put on Sean Astin's hobbit feet was named Sean Foot. <laughs> nice. It's probably the reason he got the job. And that by the end of filming, he was quite sick of people mentioning it. Yeah. I would be, too, if my last name was Foot. And my job was to put on feet. I stopped showing people my last name was Foot. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> hey, I'm Sean. Yeah, Sean or Adam. use your middle name or something. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. So, so, Sean Foot put on Sean's feet. That's weird. Yes. That's uncomfortable. Yeah, a little bit. It's <laughs> <laughs> uncomfortable. Uh. <laughs> we don't, I don't see like Bilbo how that makes me feel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We don't see Bilbo oh, no, disappearing. It's the very beginning yeah, of the yeah. next Because he's reaching into his pocket and Gandalf's like, what's all this nonsense again? <laughs> what's all this then? Yeah. What's all this then? <laughs> what's all yeah. I, I also, I like that Gandalf, I don't know what his face there is when he says the, the confusing line and the whole, the whole of Hobbiton like. Looks at each other. Looks at each other confused. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then he's just like taking a drag. Um, <laughs> off of his pipe and just he sort looks, of looking around like kind of amused but also like what what what's going on what's, what's about to happen so I, yeah. I feel like something's he's, about to happen he's bemused yeah yeah. I, I've always read that as he's just kind of mildly amused with everything yeah. mm-hmm. he's he just be, too high to function right yeah. <laughs> he might be a little high <laughs> <laughs> he's been drinking beer all night at the very yeah. least yeah out of that tiny teacup. <laughs> tiny tea. Yeah, I don't think he's drunk. I think it could be something stronger. <clears throat> Maybe. It could be. 
It could be. God, <laughs> Maybe, imagine if that was. Imagine if he was drinking a hard liquor out of one of those normal sized Hobbit cups. What the Hobbits would all think? That'd be amazing. They just come to pints. God. <laughs> He's gonna kill himself. That's why he's a disturber of the whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Except like also though, like when you see like wine bottles and stuff that hobbits make or kegs, they're like normal sized. They don't make like Yeah, they don't mess around. They don't make tiny hobbit sized barrels and That's bottles true. of they, ale. They, they, they eat and drink they eat and drink normal portions. because uh, they have the size, yeah. yeah, they have multiple they just have multiple servings. Because they can't have big, bigger cups because they have trouble holding them. Yeah. But they'll just have two glasses instead of one. Exactly. Yeah. That's why That's why Pippin gets so excited when it comes in pints. <laughs> right. You got a whole half already. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, like eight ounces of alcohol. That's, that's probably a- the one line... More than I, because I, I mean, I, I'll say like you know, thou shall not pass. You, you know, you shall not pass. You say that a lot, but just in general. Right. But I think like the the obscure Lord of the Rings thing that I probably quote the most is it comes in pints. <laughs> um, there's a Mexican restaurant in my town where they 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 sell their beer in um, thirty two ounces. You could buy oh, like wow. a 32 ounce beer and Holy the 32 crap. ounce beer comes in this giant mug and you feel like a hobbit when you're drinking it because it's amazing. you're not supposed to drink beer in that big of a thing. <laughs> I mean, it's this huge mug, like this mug, like the size of my head. It's gigantic. That's, that's like a quart. That's delightful. That's a quart of alcohol, isn't it? Yeah. Oh my God. That's how I want my beer. Yeah, and I usually have two of them when I go to that restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a true hobbit. Yeah, oh exactly. Multiple <laughs> servings. You got to go there. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. It comes in pints. <laughs> do we got a? Do we got more here? I don't think so. I think that's. I think that's pretty it's much everything in this minute. Party. It's just naming party. off names. I mean, do you have any notes about the other families that he names off? Um, oh, there's a name in the book that's not in the movie. Yeah, there's a couple. Uh, good Bodies. Uh, oh. Good Bodies, Brock Houses, uh, and he also mentions the Sackville Bagginses. Because yeah, I mean, I think that there's there's a way to have done this where you could have incorporated all the names. But like from a pacing standpoint, you can either say all of the names but have him say them in a row or – you can do what Peter Jackson chose to do, which have them cheer every time he says their name, and then you can't do all of the names because then it would just go on forever. It already feels right. like it's going on forever, and he only yeah. says like four names. <laughs> yeah. So if he said like seven, you'd just be like looking at your watch like, oh my god, seriously? <laughs> yeah. But but I think – I think that – He – Boffin's not in the book. No, it's not. Yeah. Looking at your notes and looking at the book. I think he just made up some Hobbit names, like Google then, Baggins. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's right there. Is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Grubs and Chubs. Interesting. Huh. Oh, that's just Chubs. That's, that's a terrible last name. Not if you're a Hobbit. I mean, I guess. At least you have, like, Or you know, Grubs. Grubs. They must be the ones that live in the root cellar. God, imagine, imagine if Sam's, Sam was a Chubs. Like, Samwise Chubbs. Oh my yeah, god. Samwise Chubbs. 
I would name my cat Samwise Chubbs. I mean, it's it's almost <laughs> more accurate to his character, to be honest. Potatoes. <laughs> yeah, and just like like and just having uh, uh, Gollum call him like Chubsy or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I feel like I'm, I feel like hobbits eat a lot of potatoes. They must. They're farmers. It's that they're, Irish thing, right? They're cheap and yeah. delicious. They're full of protein and I mean literally like, like they're they're uh, they on on this this on this whole uh excursion that they go on, uh they're always talking about potatoes and they're constantly eating soda bread. Right. Yeah. That's and bacon. Irish. Oh, and bacon. soda bread. Irish soda bread. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Delicious. Is bacon you, uh, Irish or is bacon Scottish? Bacon is Everything. delicious. Well, yeah, okay, but <laughs> I but ba- bacon is bacon is Scottish cuz there's that that joke in uh Doctor Who with the Oh, right. Well, everything in Scotland is fried. Yeah, and she makes she makes the bacon. Um Bacon and beans. Yeah. I don't know. I I mean, it must come from a culture that cured their meat. Yeah. So. It well, I just very, mean. I mean, in terms of. I mean, I don't mean it. I don't want to know the history. The origin of bacon. of bacon. Yeah. I mean, in terms of the Scottish and Irish mixture of influences on. Oh, uh, I see. Culture. Yeah. yeah. It must be. Yeah. Potatoes, soda bread, bacon. Like it's all Irish and Scottish mixed up. Yeah. Fried tomatoes. Yeah, that's right. You mentioned fried, fried tomatoes. They're Scottish again, so. Yeah. Do you happen to know off the top of your head what clan Gamgee comes from? No. We should have researched the uh, Hobbit and I mean, family trees. I don't know if uh, I don't know Gamgee's family line. Because it must be an offshoot from one of these big families, because they're all interconnected. Or maybe he just doesn't mention them because they're nothing but gardeners. What? You know, it's funny. You would think that you would think that Sam would be a catch. Because yeah. he's not one of the main family people, which me which makes him exotic in a way, right? <laughs> I like I mean, he I don't might know not like. there there's a chance that he might not be one of your cousins. Like so you right. wanna get on that. Honestly, it's like a lot of small towns here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because uh, everyone in the town is just like distantly related because they've just been here so long. Yeah. Right. So it's weird that he's such a wallflower. You'd think he'd be a ladies' man. He's just shy. Yeah, I think, I think chubby, he's... shy, Sam. I guess it just it adds another layer to the honorability of that character. I think in yeah. that he, I think he could easily be a ladies' man if he chose to, but he's Samwise, so he, he's not. Yeah, <laughs> I think his dad is all the the flirty gossip yeah. that runs in that family. Yeah. It skipped a generation. Fair enough. Poor Sam. Poor Sam. <laughs> oh, you'll just be tending to his garden then. <laughs> Those are all the ladies he'll ever need. Aww. <laughs> Rosie. Rosie's a flower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, even even uh, Sam's accent is sort of a weird, like, amalgam of Scottish and Irish. Yeah. yeah. A little bit. I think with uh, with Mary and Pippin, it's more pronounced. Right. Yeah. Because um, Frodo is very proper British. Yeah. yeah. Right. And Sam is a little more country. 
Yeah. Right. And then Frodo's a little more rock and roll. <laughs> well, no, I mean Frodo's like very. No, Larry and Pippin are rock and roll. Hey, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what movie do you think you're watching? <laughs> that. <laughs> Frodo's a square. Yeah. I was making a couple joke. No, I know, I know. <laughs> All the fan fiction. Oh God. You you have no idea. Oh yes, I we'll, do. We'll talk about it. <laughs> I can't carry it for you, Fro- Mr. Frodo. <laughs> but I can carry you. Oh, I love that he calls him Mr. Frodo. The Mr. whole time. Fro- yeah, Always. the whole time. Time. You could just call me Frodo. Okay, Mr. Frodo. <laughs> Bless his heart. That's exactly how I imagine that conversation. <laughs> Whatever you say, Mr. Frodo. Aww. And he never, I don't think he ever says Aragorn either. He always says Strider. Yeah, he calls him Strider. Mm. Even after they know who he is. Because that's how he, he was introduced to him. So that's. Man. Yeah. <laughs> he was introduced to him as Strider, so that's his name forever. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he's very set in his ways, Sam. Yeah, he's yeah. really old-fashioned. Yeah, so so he he learns something and he can't unlearn it. Yeah. Actually, I don't even. There are names I don't believe Sam ever utters. Like what? Like Legolas, Gimli. Huh. Yeah. You Boromir. Know, he, he's suspicious. I don't think he ever even says Boromir. Not in the movie. Yeah. I don't think so. Hmm. hmm. Are Legolas and uh, and and Sam really together very often? I mean, obviously they have the they're they're together when the fellowship forms in this movie, right. but the fellowship forms and then promptly breaks up again pretty quickly. <laughs> in, in the course of the movie, yeah, because that walking montage takes place over the course of three months. Mm. Right, right. But I'm I'm saying like I don't think he had a lot of opportunity to say Legolas. No. He definitely didn't. It's just I'm just trying to think of like other people's names that he would say, and I'm just like, well, he doesn't say those ones. Yeah. Does he say? Uh, uh, oh man, the 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 dwarf dropped out of my head. Gimli. Gimli. I don't believe Does he so. say Gimli? I don't think so. Oh, that sucks. I would love to hear Gimli in 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 Sam's little pleasant little accent. Gimli. 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 Oh, Gimli. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh. Oh, anyway. <laughs> anyway. Off topic again, you guys. Sam's not even in this minute. <laughs> yeah. He must be in the background somewhere. You know, he's he's, he's, he's partying. He's still dancing with Rosie because he doesn't Aww. know how to leave a situation once he's in it. <laughs> how do I stop? <laughs> so you can find us on DuelingGenre.com. If you have any, uh, any <laughs> Tell questions. Tell us to stop that way. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! If you have any uh, any questions or comments, or perhaps some advice for Sam, uh, you can email us at contact at lordoftheringsminute.com. You can find us on Twitter at lotr minute, on Tumblr at lotrminute.tumblr.com. We're on Facebook. You should leave us a five star review on iTunes because you're cool and we're cool. So let's be cool together. <laughs> Uh, you can find Scott and Nick as uh, Scott, Nick, and well as Cassandra on The Doctor's Companion. They also all work on Geek by Night, which is a great audio drama. You can support us on Patreon at duelinggenre.com slash support. Or if a one-time donation is more your style, we have a one-time donation button. And there's merchandise for our many wonderful podcasts and hopefully soon this one. Uh, and as always, a special thanks to our Patreon associate producer, Leaper182. I hope everyone has a great Friday and a great weekend. 